Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Today we're going to talk about teens' mental health and the Asbury Revival. Teens' mental health has been an issue even before the pandemic, so it's been a problem but it got even worse afterwards. There are so many stressors that current Gen Z has that as adults, we can overlook and we cannot pay attention to the serious mental health issues that they have. And then why all of a sudden this revival, this Asbury revival, if people want to call it that, there's controversy with that as well. So come with me and join me to hear What is it that teens need? What do we need to be doing and preparing ourselves to be there for teens? Aren't they our future leaders? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now. I pray, God, that you be with the listeners wherever they are at. Whether they have a teen or not, they are an influence and an impact on teens in this world, on the Gen Z that we have right now. Lord, I pray that you open the hearts for everybody who is listening to hear what it is that you have to say, God, that we step into your heart, that we just be little kids sitting at your feet, that we're children of God. No matter what we have going on, Lord, that we just want to sit at your feet and we want to listen to you. We want to hear from you, God. So I bind up the enemy influence right now in the name of Jesus. All distractions, all depression, all anxiety, we just bind we say you have no place right now with the listeners. And I pray, God, for an encouraging message today that you can bring out the spirit of truth and grace for us to move more into your heart, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So I first want to say that I am not an expert on revival nor on Gen Z, but I do know mental health. And I see a connection between Gen Z and mental health and this current Asbury revival. So I want to just first identify a couple things. Gen Z, it's called Gen Z because they're called Zoomers. They succeed millennials and they precede the generation alpha, generation A. They were born digital, okay? So millennials were born without the digital and then they became digital where Gen Z, they were born into that digital age. Um, the technicality is that they were born in the late 90s and then starting birth years in the early 2010s. Most of them are children of Gen X. The ages currently right now are around 11 to 26, give or take. And kind of the consensus that their core beliefs are authenticity, diversity, advocacy, um, and they really care about influencing and influencers. Okay, They have experienced so much stress in their life In school, many mass shootings, they're stressed about more adult issues than they should, like politics. Normally, as kids, they're not having to be concerned about that. 
And they, there are two to three more times to think about or plan suicide. So there is so much increased stress and anxiety. However, they're more open to get counseling. So because of that authenticity, they're more open to actually go talk about it. So I communicate that to show that there has just been a hurt. There's been an unrest that's been going on with the Gen Z. And so when in 2023, February 8th, there is a regular chapel that's happening at the Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, regular chapel service. And it continued. It didn't stop. It was prompted when a student spontaneously stayed after and started repenting and being extremely vulnerable. And it didn't stop. The, the, the words that Reverend Zach Mercreebs, I'm going to spell, say his name wrong, spoke at this chapel was, do not leave here until you learn and experience the love of God so you can pour it out. The world needs this kind of love. And so this has stirred into this huge revival of people traveling all over the place to come and see God move. People are hungry. But most importantly, this Generation Z is hungry. They want the real. They don't want things forced on them. They don't want, you know, forced salvation. They want to know why. They want to know the real questions. There is a genuine hunger that they have. So I believe that this is why this came from young people. And there's been many people who have spoken prophetic views and visions and um, many things talking about that this is where movements and changes are going to happen are from the young people. Um, Charles Finney was a leader in the second great awakening in the United States. And he said that revival is a renewed conviction of sin and repentance. And it's followed by an intense desire to live in obedience to God. It's giving up one's will to God in deep humility. Gen Z is the most cause-oriented generation that we have right now. They really want the real, like I said. They want authenticity, and they really want to see change. And so I believe this is why this revival broke out, is because this hurting place of this generation and the mental health struggles that they have had. There is even um, a like spreading of this revival on TikTok. And so young people are even seeing what's happening that have never even seen God move and are now being turned to Christ through TikTok. And so, I mean, it's just fascinating to see how this generation is moving. There it is criticism for the Asbury revival. Some people are saying it's not a revival. Some people are saying that's an emotional event that isn't actually experiencing a transformation or they'll say, we'll see if it's real. Regardless of where you're at with, with what's going on in Asbury, we can see that something's happening. And so in my mind, there are generations either these young college students who are hungry for more of God. They're reaching out and they're seeking for more. They're struggling. They're being vulner- vulnerable. They're repenting. You know, there's a real hunger that's there. And so to me, that's what I think is important. I think sometimes we can look at Gen Z and maybe we can say they're lazy or they're not caring about things. They don't actually really want a real job. And I think that's the wrong position to have. 
I think that we need to honor our youth because that was us one time. There are future leaders and we need to be healthy for the youth so that when they come to us, if they do feel safe with us and trust us, we can be a leader to them. And we need to integrate our mental health with our faith and we need to do it well. So if you are a teen, if you are Gen Z, what do you do? How do you stay mentally healthy? How do you improve depression? How do you improve anxiety? Well, the first thing that I would say, the very first thing, is to get to know God for yourself. Teens need to know God on their own, not because they're following somebody else, not because they're looking to somebody who's famous, but they can connect with God themselves. And honestly, I'd say this is the same for adults as well. This is one of the things that I have seen, even as being a podcaster, I'll see some people will kind of look at me like, I have this great relationship with God and they can't get there. And it makes me really sad because I'm like, it's the same God. Like, he's the same one. And so what I see in people that look at me like that are soul wounds, attachment wounds, inaccurate theology, you know, where there's this God is really scary and super, you know, far away from me and never even being shown that you can have an intimate with God relationship with God. So really find a way that you can connect with God on your own. Know what the secret place is. Matthew 6, 6, Psalms 91. Connect with God in the secret place that nobody can take that away from you because that's your faith. The next thing is to find the right influence. This is essential for Gen Z. You don't want to have influences that are taking you away from God, away from making healthy choices. If you are listening to somebody on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, where you are sensing something negative, I'm going to call that discernment, where you're noticing, oh, there's a little check in your spirit. Don't, don't keep following them. Block the ones that you don't want to follow. Follow the ones that God tells you to follow. Ask God. Learn how to ask Holy Spirit. Who should I follow? Who do you want me to listen to? Who do you want me to watch? Okay? Fill your brain with godly people. Notice what you're spending your time with. The next thing is start a movement. Find a couple hungry kids hungry teens, hungry college students that want more of God and they want the real. Find those kids. Find those adults. And be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Do you know that every single move of God that happened in the Bible was from somebody that did not feel qualified? Moses did not feel qualified. He had Aaron speak for him because he did not feel qualified. Jeremiah, he did not feel qualified. And every single time God showed up and God uses the ones who feel most unqualified. 
I feel unqualified <laughs> to be doing this podcast. But I felt led during the pandemic because I saw people hurting. And I realized I'm a mental health therapist, so let's go. Come on, Jesus, help me with this. Give me the words. Encourage me. Help me, God, and help you. Whatever you feel led to do, God is bringing you to it. The next thing is to talk kind to yourself. I think we can often move into this beat yourself up because we think it's humble. And that's not humble. When we are kind to ourselves and people see us as happy and making healthy choices for ourselves, God gets the glory for that. So have self-compassion. Um, the next thing is to find emotion regulation skills and use them. If you see other people making unhealthy choices, pay attention to that and ask God, how do I make more healthy choices? For example, if you see somebody who's struggling with their emotions, making unhealthy choices with it, instead of engaging in the same thing, say, God, what can I do instead? Because I think it's really hard as a Gen Z or as a teen when you have an ad- adults in your life who aren't making healthy choices. And again, I'm, I'm not blaming them, but you, you want to do more. God is calling you to do more. He's calling you to be a leader. So find the adults that are making healthy choices. What skills can you use in those moments? What can you do to soothe yourself? Listen to worship music. Go for walks. Listen to some really encouraging podcasts or YouTube videos. Really, these things can be really, really helpful. Join something. Be a part of something. And then the next thing I have is join something, okay? Don't isolate. Be involved in something. Be in a sport. Get a job. You know, like I said, start a movement. Be connected with other people who have like-minded interests and can be supportive of you. You can be supportive of them. And you're a part of something that you're not isolating. So what about the adults? What can adults do? The biggest thing that I would say for adults is you first need to listen, then teach. I think the biggest thing that parents do is they're just like, well, they need me. They need the wisdom that I have. They need me to teach. And so there's a lot more talking and a lot less listening. And there's a skill that we teach in our mental health office called validation. And this would be the biggest skill that I would say for parents to learn. So for example, when you use the skill of validation, it does not mean that you agree. So let's say I have a teen in front of me and they say, I am so angry at you. I can't stand you. I'm so mad. As a parent or an adult, when you validate them, you're really just letting them know that you hear them. So you say, I hear that you're really angry. I understand that you're very mad at me. Thank you for letting me know. I hear you. Take a breath. Don't just jump at defending yourself. Don't just jump at responding and teaching. They need to be heard. And it has to be real. This is going to grow such a huge connection such a large amount of trust that you will then be able to speak the truth that you need to speak because they do need your wisdom. So I'm not saying they don't need your wisdom, 
But if we're just jumping at and we're barking and teaching and talking before we actually slow down to hear teens, they're not going to listen. So we first need to validate and then we can engage. Say, are you open to some feedback? Are you open to some of my thoughts? So it brings this up so that you're seeing them, not as equals, but you're honoring them and you're respecting them. They need that honor. Gen Z teens, they need to feel honored and seen. They are smart. We need to treat them that way. We can't treat them like we know more. Again, I want to go back to the Asbury Revival. There is a hunger there for these young kids. Do we have that as an adult? Again, I'm not, I'm not wanting to shame adults, but I look at it and I'm like, I want to be hungry like that. You know, and I'm like, I just want to sit with a hungry Gen Zer, and I just want to sit there and I just want to hear what they have to say about God. And so even just inviting adults and parents, just, just hear what they have to say, hear what their ideas are. What do they think? What do they want? What do they dream? So that they see that honor. And it just brings more connection. If you have 18 or Gen Z who is really, really struggling to make healthy choices, choices that you don't like, choices that you disagree with, we still have to start with listening. We still have to start with them being seen. I would encourage more time together. I would encourage less screen time. And that doesn't mean forced, but if they're filling their time and they're filling their time with influencing and influencers that are not healthy, if you look at the time that they're spending and what's coming in, that's what's going to come out. And so we need to figure out a way to increase more healthy influence and decrease unhealthy influence without forcing it on them. So first start being a safe person to them. We want to hear them. We want them to feel seen and heard. They need to feel safe with you. And then we can start building up that trust again. Um, I would encourage family counseling. If there are some extreme issues, make sure that you feel safe with that family counselor and there is a connection. I think sometimes we think, oh, they're all the same. No, counselors are not all the same. They're all very different. So interview the counselor. Make sure that you trust them. Make sure that you feel safe before stepping into that. Find other parents and pray for your kids. You have authority as a parent or as an adult in a young kid's life to pray over, to declare, to break strongholds, and to really start seeing in the spirit what God has for them and start speaking that out. So if you see with your eyes, lazy, you know, not doing anything, and you speak that out, Those are the power of your words. So we want to ask God, God, what do you see for them? Well, I see them as smart. I see them creative. I see them as a leader. So we want to speak that out to them. I see you as a leader. I see you are so creative. I love what you did the other day in your class. I'm so proud of you. We need to encourage them. So we need to listen. We need to encourage We do need to have healthy boundaries. I think there's too many parents these days that are just giving their kids whatever they want. That decreases trust. 
okay? So you can love them and tell them you don't like the choices they're making, but you tell them what you believe. So there's still love, okay? I think it's the you love them and you disagree with them without affirming choices that they're making. And there's respect that grows from that because you're owning what you believe in who you are as a parent. And so then they see that and they're like, ooh, I like that because that's real. That's authentic. <laughs> when we're not authentic, young kids, teens, Gen Z, they see it. So we need to learn how to be authentic. I'd say check out anything of Brene Brown's, Google it on YouTube, and you can find out how can I be vulnerable? How can I be authentic? And I've also done some podcasts on this as well. And so I'm going to end with just some verses and I'm going to pray and I'm just going to speak over if there's any young kids, any listening, any parents that are listening and just really over anyone hungry for more of God and wanting to see this world change. These young people, they're a part of it. They're actually a huge part of it. And so we need to shift our heart to be able to honor, to be able to see them, to be able to do something. So Holy Spirit, we thank you, thank you, thank you for the movement that's happening in Asbury right now. And I thank you for the spreading of hunger all across the United States, all across the world. Lord, I pray that it doesn't stop, that it keeps moving and that it stirs in everybody's home. If there's anybody listening here who didn't know about the Asbury Revival, I pray, Lord, that as they watch videos on it, it stirs a deeper hunger in them to bring it in their home. And I pray for the teens to see what a powerful influence they have, what a powerful leader they are, and I just declare 1 Timothy 4.12 to not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in family, and in purity. And I declare that any youth right now, that you are leaders, you are influencers, and God wants you to be a leader for the kingdom of God in whatever area you are in. will also say for teens that God does want there to be an honor for your father and mother so that you can live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So that's Exodus 20:12. So even if teens are not getting along with their parents, that you can honor them because God is saying, I want you to. And I just pray for healing in any of those relationships where there's hurt. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just pray for healing. I pray for healthy communication. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. So any parents right now who are struggling with their teen or, or teens or Gen Z in their life, Lord, that you will help give them strategy to slow down, to create connection, to listen, to be authentic, to not lie or say something that is not true just so they can get them to like them. God, 
I pray for the parents and adults to start being the adults that you've called them to be and lead well. That we can disagree and still love each other. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for improved relationships. Thank you for the hunger and the stirring and the thermostats that are being created and developed in our high schools and our colleges. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even in our middle schools, in our homes, God, we thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for teaching us how to seek you and find you. I pray for healing of mental health issues, all healing, depression, anxiety, PTSD, even personality issues, that you feel that there's something wrong with you. I feel like there's some of you thinking, there's something wrong with me. And I break that lie right now in the name of Jesus that there's something wrong with you. And I declare Deuteronomy 31.6 to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. We thank you, God, for what you are doing in our youth today and we honor them. I pray, God, that I can honor them be just as hungry. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.